Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Mama! Welcome to today's episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. We have Katrina, who is a mama of two gorgeous boys, and you may know her as the Wellwise Mama, who is a holistic motherhood mentor and postpartum doula, helping new mamas transition into postpartum and motherhood, feeling supported, held, and prepared for their journey ahead. Oh, this is so, so important, this topic, and something that I feel like, I really do feel like it's coming into light a little bit more and people are becoming more aware of how important this time is and yes really excited to have you here Katrina so welcome thank Thank you (laughs) thank you so much um yeah I was very excited to be invited on today and to talk about this topic because it's very it is exactly what you say Emily it's very important and um I just I'm very passionate about spreading that message and sort of letting women know that that is an option for them um after they've birthed their baby yeah, yeah. So um, do you want to add anything else to the intro? Um, that I, guess? I think uh, as I uh, sort of start talking about my story and, um, you know, why I've gone into this work um, and also what I do, I think that will, I, it will, I think it will unfold, um, yeah, as we go, I think. Well, yeah, tell us. Tell us how, how you came about this kind of work and, and why you started doing yeah, it. Yeah, okay. So I was, um, I'm actually a t- trained teacher, early childhood. And um, after I had my first son, I realised I just couldn't go back into the education system and I didn't want to work um, in something that was just going to absorb me and I wouldn't have that space and that time for my children. And um, with my own, like after I had my first son, I did really experience um, inadequate support. So I just really felt that there was a huge um, lack of information, um, lack of resources. And back when I had my son, he's 10 now, um, there really wasn't any, there was no social media that we could sort of rely on. Facebook and and Instagram were just not around. Um, Podcasts weren't even really a thing. Um, and so you sort of had to rely on whatever was available at the time, which was um, a couple of books that were written by experts um, with the philosophy that may not have agreed with every mother. Um, so I just sort of I read a couple of books and I've, I really wanted to find out what happens, you know, after you bring this baby home from hospital. And, um, and my husband and I, um, we went and did the antenatal classes and that was great. Uh, but, again, there wasn't any information on postpartum support um, or what to expect in those, at least those first six weeks when you are just really you're recovering from this huge birth experience, possibly even pregnancy. Um, I had really awful pregnancies. So I felt like I was really depleted already going into labour and birth. And then um, to then be sent home, um, I remember saying to my mum, oh, it's fine, you know, I'll, I'll cope because, you know, I'm a teacher, I know, I know what to do. And um, she sort of laughed at me and said, okay, I'm going to be there for the first two weeks um, and I'll come and make you some dinner and, and those kinds of things. And so she did that for us, which was amazing and I just wasn't expecting it and I hadn't prepared any meals, I hadn't um, 
like even sort of worked out in my home how I would set it up and, and what I would be doing for the, you know, most part of the day. And I got home, we got home from the hospital and I, I had seen many of the other women before me and, and friends just kind of carry on with their life. So I just thought that's what you do. And um, I'd had episiotomy um, and so I was quite bruised and um, I had a, you know, I was in a lot of pain, but I didn't understand that I needed to rest my body, that I needed to be off my feet, that I needed to um, just spend that time really bonding and connecting with my baby and slowing everything down and enjoying the, that really sacred time together as a new family. So we did do that a little bit, but, you know, I remember like four days into my postpartum, I was off um, out for lunch with a couple of our friends. So um, I really, yeah, I really didn't um, embrace that time as a time of nourishment, nurture and rest. And since sort of finding the tr postpartum training, uh, which, I, which came about because I was so um, passionate about health and wellness and um, being the best mum that I could be and so supporting myself and like getting myself back into that um, replenished state again after having um, two two pregnancies and two births. Um, so I, I decided that I, I wanted to do something different. Um, I wanted to do something that helped other mums um, before they got into that school system with their children and, and it was a really difficult time, you know, transition for them again to, to go from, you know, having this toddler at home into the school system. I decided I wanted to help them before they got to that point. And so that led me to find Julia Jones's course, the postpartum doula training. Um, and so then I, yeah, I, I found that training and I had a huge aha moment um, listening to that training and um, doing all the resources, working through the, the course. Um, and I was, yeah, suddenly realised, oh, my gosh, this was missing from my life. You know, this was missing from my postpartum. And suddenly mm. all these pieces started to, you know, come together. And I was like, well, that's why I felt this way. That's why this thing happened. Or this is why I was really, you know, finding it difficult to cope, but just pretending that everything was fine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. No. Yes. It's so true and so huge. Oh, my God. Like I just, for starters, you say like you're having a doula and people don't know what that is mm. sometimes now. And for a postpartum doula, like people need to know. You need to know that there is this support there. Like it is just such a huge transition. And you're right. So many people just get on with it. And you're like, when you're in it, you're like, that's the last thing I want to do and that's the last thing I need. Yeah, yeah, you do. You think that you, I think we have like this sense in our culture that I've noticed um, that we are just so, we, we see it as a weakness almost and we see it as like, mm -hmm. well, we shouldn't need help. We should just be able to do this. Everyone else is able to do this and cope. But what we're not seeing is, you know, the little hamster wheel inside that person that's just constantly going and, you know, the stress that they're under and, you know, may maybe the other health issues that they're, they've got in their life that they're not able to sort of deal with or look at because they just, you know, expect to just keep going, keep going and um, do it, do it yourself, do it as a family unit, you, 
you don't need anyone else to help you you shouldn't ask for help you yeah mm. yeah but I think yeah. like like the word that you just said like because everyone else is is coping and it's like and that's all it is they're just coping they're just getting by they're just doing it because they feel it's an expectation and that you know this is how we should be after it because everyone else does it but actually we shouldn't be coping we should be thriving Mm. and you know the way to thrive for most people after having a baby is to give that body some time to rest so yeah, I mean, well, tell us more about that if, if you want mm. to, if you want to go into that, like what, what we need after we've had a baby in order to, to you know, hopefully thrive in motherhood. Yeah, totally. So I, I mean, that's another, you know, that's part of the piece of why I went into it because I did get myself to that point where I was thriving. I, um, I did a lot of growth work and I did a lot of work on my nutrition and my overall health and I was feeling really amazing. I was like, everyone can feel like this. Um, so I, I find it's such a great time. Um, it's such a great link for new mothers because it sets them up for their whole motherhood, not just, you know, that postpartum period, but it really shows them that they, they deserve that kind of level of um, help or support and uh, self-care throughout their whole motherhood. So I, my, the way that I um, help mums to thrive is that I give them I basically take away their or reduce their stress load, their practical chore load, their, um, you know, just that that uh, everyday day-to-day stuff that they have to kind of get done um, because one of the biggest things for women, uh, for, for new mums, is for them to remain in that real, in that beautiful bubble with their baby after giving birth and to let that all that oxytocin flow and for the hormones to, you know, all be like working beautifully in the body so that they're producing milk and they're feeding their baby they're bonding um and they're able to also have a bit of space uh where they can put their baby down or they can give their baby to me or or you know just get a little bit of encouragement as to um how they can start to look after themselves in that period um might just be small snaps of time but it it just teaches them that they deserve to be mothered and nurtured as well yeah because they're also a newborn that's right yeah it's a it's a rebirth of the mother as well yeah yeah so for someone who's like I do not know what a postpartum does I know you went into it a bit there but basically you're there to just support the mother in postpartum in whatever way she needs yes absolutely so like I'll give you sort of an example um and it it, this it's so varied because it depends on what type of birth mum's had um how many children she already has whether she's like a brand new mum or a or a mum of one or two children so um it my the support that I offer is just it's adaptable I'm quite flexible with what I what I do so for example I have a a new mum that I'm working with at the moment and so you know that consisted of um, after she gave birth to her baby we were in sort of constant contact and so she was able to tell me what was going on for her and I just gave her a bit of encouragement and supported her with her the decisions and choices that she and her family were making and then I 
am now sort of working within her home and I'll go and we'll have a really nice chat about what has been going on for her and whatever's come up, whether she's getting sleep, you know, we'll, we'll sort of just discuss the whole um, things that, that are coming up for her in terms of newborn care or how she's feeling within herself. And then um, we'll sort of work through some of that that together uh, and then I'll make her a beautiful um, dinner to have later that night and I'll often make a snack as well. So I made like I'll make a banana bread or some cookies or something like that. Um, I'll feed her while, she, while she's feeding her baby and then I'll settle her baby if she needs a bit of a break um, and then if I, I need to baby wear or if, we, if she needs me to attend to her baby while she does something else, then we do that. And then um, I might finish off with a, a massage or a, you know, a foot soak or whatever the mum wants or needs at the time. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, it's really nourishing. So. <laughs> really nourishing. Yeah. And I think that, um, like, I'm so I'm hiring a postpartum doula this time. I've got Katrina yeah. who will be supporting me and this is my third baby and I can't believe that I'm only now honoring myself mm. this third time around and I think that definitely the first time you just don't know you just really don't know how it how big it is and how much it's going to affect you mostly because I don't think it's spoken about so much mm. and I feel like looking back, the way that I would feel is that I'd almost need permission mm. to receive that um, then, you know, totally. um, where now I'm, you know, I totally give myself that permission and I know the importance of it. But, um, yeah, I just I really think that um, we need to talk about this so much more, especially to women who are pregnant for the very first time so that they can really understand um, this this process that they're about to go through, this transformation and how absolutely incredible it is but then also how important it is to just nurture themselves and give themselves this permission, the time, the space, the help to receive, you know, um, yeah. Yeah, totally. I just feel like I'm going on a rant about yeah, that. No, I'm, I'm nodding away. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. And that's like part of my, um, like, I'm really passionate about that part is that it, because again, I don't think we give ourselves permission in motherhood generally to like attend to our needs enough and yeah. to receive because we just, um, mm-hmm. We're so, we're not used to receiving um, and being okay with receiving, but it is such a beautiful thing to to really um, let those boundaries down and sort of let people in and let people support you because a lot of people do want to support during postpartum or any, you know, any time that you're struggling. And um, like I've got a lot of ways I do, I offer planning sessions where um, I sort of go through a couple of ways that, parents can set up that village and that support network and also be okay with asking for that help and practice asking and um, you know asking for help and giving themselves permission to accept it as well 
Mm, that's so important. Practicing asking for help. That's massive. Yeah. 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 So um talk to us about so I know that traditionally it's the first 40 days, is that right? Yeah. So it's usually around the first six weeks. Well the it's the definition is usually encompasses the first six weeks after birth, but you're pretty much in postpartum you know, your whole life really. Particularly Particularly as um, Western women in our society today, because we because we don't have these practices, and it's not a um, our system is the systems are not set up to really support women after they birth in a way that they really need to be. Um, women can be really struggling with their healing and their recovery for you know years and years after um, having a baby, and in fact, I think there's um, research out that that suggests that even, you know, postpartum anxiety and depression is, can be can peak around um, the age of five, the baby's, at, you know, the child's age being five. So, you know, there's um, and there's like con- incontinence issues that are so normalised but they're, um, they're not. It's not, it shouldn't be normal. Women should, you know, be able to heal of all of that, um, particularly in the postpartum and, and, you know, in that first year. But we just don't know where to find those resources or know that that's really important and that it will affect us for the rest of our lives if we don't, um, you know, do that. Yeah. Yeah, because is it not, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it not the, the first 40 days impacts the next 40 yeah, years? Yeah, that's what the Ch- the Chinese, that's their saying is the first 40 days of a woman's, you know, the fourth trimester, um, yeah, can can affect her health in every aspect uh, for the next 40 years of her life, yeah, um, which is I, I believe it's true because I, I feel that way, you know. Um, some, yeah, just doing this work and, and looking into this a lot further and deeper, I, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm 10 years postpartum and I've still got some things that I need to work on, you know, to get myself back. Well, not you're never going to get back to your pre, you know, baby self because you shouldn't. You should, you should totally embrace the person that you are now and the way your body is now. But you know, you still need to have a certain level of health and wellness to be able to continue your life and enjoy the quality of life. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, I know that for me. Um, yeah, I still feel like a newborn mother <laughs> in a sense. Like I my my son is almost oh, wow. 14 months, but it is a new it's a new thing mm. every day. Um and yeah, I just don't think the support should just stop. No. <laughs> like we need each other throughout this whole motherhood journey. However, like in going back to my early days, I did have a lot of support and I think that's why well, I know that's mm. why I thrived because I had you know, even my doula checking in. I had the midwife who was amazing in checking in. I had people who I could just speak to every day about what was going on and be told sort of, yep, that's normal. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, thank God. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my baby just never, ever wants to be off the boob. Oh, yeah, cluster B. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I'm still bleeding. It's been four weeks. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's still a thing too. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, you're just not really told, well, I guess the physical stuff and the baby stuff and the care, like you said, the newborn care, um, unless it's in your 
environment mm-hmm. already you don't pay attention to it when other people are going through it you're just like oh yeah cool they're just like a mum now and I cringe <laughs> I cringe at myself like how I've spoken yeah. to people or not acknowledge the hugeness of this yeah. like because it's so huge and you do plan so much for big things in your life mm. I think I saw it I don't know who posted it but I saw it on Instagram today and it was like you know just preparing for your birth and not the postpartum is like preparing for the wedding yeah totally and the marriage like you forget you really need to it's so important totally. or, or not preparing for the reception and people just rock up to the reception and like where's where's the food and you're like oh I didn't I didn't plan that yeah. <laughs> um that was just gonna yeah happen. yeah um yeah that's totally right it's um yeah. it's unfortunate isn't it because yeah that that's what I found I found that it was almost like um you just you you fed little bits of information, snippets of information, but not enough to really um, make your own mind up about what you're going to do. So, I, yeah, and to trust mm. that judgment. So, to to be given the reasons yes. why. So to be told you, it's not enough just to be said, you know, just do that. That's what you have to do. It you need you need to know why you're mm. doing these things and why it's so important and what it can mean in the future. Um, and then you have that understanding and you can integrate that and say, okay, now I know why um, I need to do that and why it's important and why I need to create that time and space. Yeah. And I just, it that support is invaluable. Like there is no one way to parent, to mother, to go through these, you know, um, early days and challenges there's no one way to do it and you have to like I just love that you support women in being like that's an option Mm, totally (laughs) like you know yeah you can do it that way and it's not the only way like what feels good for you there's no people Mm. yeah there's no putting the power back yeah. in the mother. Yeah. Basically. And to take that info, take the information that you receive and then think about just having that trust that you you do know you have that innate wisdom within within you. And if you just have that quiet and you just slow everything down and you give yourself that opportunity and you are supported, like that's really important. You need that emotional support from other people around you to kind of be your cheerleader as well and advocate for you and then you can make the decisions about whether that's you know the right thing and I I always say you know make the mistakes like you need to make the mistakes because that's the only way you're going to figure out what the right thing you know what's right for you and your baby so don't be afraid to like do something and it doesn't work um yeah like Yes, that's so big because that was definitely, yeah, a lot of my experience as well. I was like, actually, no, that yeah. doesn't feel good at all. No way, not doing it. Like, that's not mm-hmm. happening. Also, yeah. no, you cannot take my baby. <laughs> I want to hold my baby. And that's so great that you did <laughs> yeah. that because I, I definitely didn't. Like, I was totally, like, in that mainstream of, you know, just do what people mm. say and um, they, they know and now I, I do regret that. Like I, it is a regret of mine. I've had to kind of make peace with um, because I am learning so much about this now and I think, oh, wow, I wish I could do it differently. Um, but, you, you know, that's, that's why I really want, I don't want people to have regrets. I don't want mums to go through it and think, oh, I wish I'd just done it differently. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh. That's super important. Um, mm. And I think as well, like, I don't know, one of you was saying something before and it made me really think about, you know, how much we need to be held. And instead of us being held, it's all about the baby being held by strangers, right? Yeah. You know, they want to come over to the house just and, oh, I can't wait to hold your baby. And it's like, <laughs> you know what? This baby doesn't need to be held. Well, it does, <laughs> but only by its mother. And, yeah, true. you know, I am the one that needs the support. So if you're coming over to my house, please come and do something else, you know. Mm. Bring me a meal. Please come and make me a cup of tea. You know, please come and do my dishes for me or offer to take a load of laundry or something, you know. And that's yeah. something that, um, you know, I think you were talking before about, you know, supporting women and mentoring them almost, um to be able to um, put in those boundaries and, and speak that way, yeah. you know, um, with mm. family and with friends. Um, and it's and I think that that is so, so important. Um, and like you said, you were kind of getting to getting them to practice and whatever. And, yeah, to be able to hold boundaries when you're postpartum. But I feel like it's, I don't know, like you might, have an opinion on it but you know to put it in place before the baby's here so the expectations are really clear with those around Mm, totally that's what I was going to say that it is so important because because again as a culture we don't recognize that this time is a rite of passage for us and that it is so huge um so a lot of people don't understand it's not because they don't care but they just don't really get how much support a mum needs or mm. should need to thrive. Um, and so it is important to, to set those realistic um, intentions before giving birth so you can have a little chat to your parents or, you know, family or friends um, and then sort of gauge their reaction and then you'll know sort of where where you can ask for it and where you can't and then you'll know also what other support do you need and how you're going to get it. So do you need a a postpartum doula because, you know, your mum just doesn't have that type of same philosophy as you or or can't understand what you mean or why it's important. Um, So rather than, or, or, you know, your partner, often partners put their hand up and say, well, I'll, I'll, you know, I can support. But, you know, your partner's going through their own transition and they're obviously going to be nurturing you as much as they can but at the same time, um, you know, it's it's a big ask for them to also provide you with all of the food that you need because, you know, you're starving when you after your birth. <laughs> you need to eat a lot and you want to eat really nourishing, dense, you know, nutrient-dense food so that you, you're aiding your recovery. So it's really important to get the right kind of support. Um, and then mm. so that's why I've got like a couple of ways that you can access that support and sometimes it might mean putting some resources aside and you know getting that those like re- support separately so you know you might have a meal train or you might have you know uh, a way of getting takeaway or some some sort of way of getting food into the house you might have a cleaner you might you know you might separate it but I guess you know a postpartum doula sort of does all of that in the one go but um it is important to kind of realise that maybe sometimes family and friends are not on the same page as you necessarily. Yeah, I think I think that sounds so amazing and I really agree that it probably should be said beforehand. The 
the time in postpartum, you're emotional, you're vulnerable, you're in love or, you know, you're going through all of these emotions. It's not your time to be strong, Mm -hmm. like in that way, in like asserting yourself. You are just meant to receive and bond with your baby. Like I I really believe that. Totally, because that's that feminine, that's what we want. We want the feminine, Mm. we want to be at, you know comfortable and happy in our feminine and and the, the masculine qualities are more of that you know leading and um you know task you know ticking off your task list and you know having and having to like yeah. switch in between the two whilst you're in that real you know you're trying to find that real mothering nurturing part of yourself um it, it can make it difficult yeah and you know like you kind of started talking about like the you know your partner as well and if your partner is a male then he or I mean even if it's a female she may be able to go into that masculine role for you as well and um Mm. hold the space because that's something that the masculine is you know that healthy masculine it's all about holding space and having those boundaries and having that kind of um uh like support under yeah protector and being the protector beneath the feminine so yeah and I think that um you know that's um definitely something that would probably come up very instinctually and naturally if it was allowed to if we were in if we were living in a way that um that yeah supported it recognized yeah no no totally because um we just again we don't recognize the feminine qualities as you know we don't celebrate the feminine qualities as as much as the masculine so a lot of us are living in that masculine space and particularly with careers and um tasks and and even if you've got um other children you know you're constantly having to like organize all the time and that's always in that masculine space so um, to drop into that feminine space, we do need, yeah, we need that. We need someone to hold that lead for us and to mm-hmm. be that protector of that sacred time and that sacred space so that mum can just, you know, drop into her feminine and just, like like you said, just focus on, you know, that getting all that love and compassion and um, empathy and, you know, um, She's she's also very protective as well, um, but in, in a different way, in a more of a hyper vigilant way um, that comes with you know giving birth. Mm. Yeah, 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 and in more of like um, yeah. a, an intuitive way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, like she's more of a lioness. Like she she's like you know don't yeah, yeah. like the, the, as you were saying before about the you know don't don't I don't want you holding my baby you know that to me that was never an option back when I had my boys but you know it did it it does it sometimes makes you feel like hang on a minute I don't want you holding them that way or doing that or with that smell or um yeah 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 Yeah, I remember when um like everyone was just trying to help me and I guess they projected what they needed in their time and thought that Mm. I would need the same, like taking my baby away or giving Mm. me a break. And I remember, yeah, my um, husband's amazing, was amazing, but he'd take him for a walk in the morning, you know, it's like one day, two day, three day (laughs) old newborn because we just came straight home. And then my sister-in-law's like, I'll give you guys a break and I'll take him for a walk. And I'm just like, 
hysterically Aww. crying. Like I like the grief that I felt when he yeah. got in my arms and out of the house. Like I was like, yeah. I can't my baby. Like I need my baby. Don't tell oh, my baby. Gosh. But I didn't yeah. know how to say no. And they were just trying to be helpful. But you need to yeah, realize the connection really. And so if you're feeling strong. that way, how's and this baby feeling who has been yeah. Womb and only knows know. you for nine months, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, apparently he, <laughs> he slept the whole time, so that's fine. But I was like, oh my god, like it was. I've never felt so such grief. Like, just it was bizarre, but it was a very much mm-hmm. like the oh, bond totally. So and strong. it's that hope that yeah. again, I don't feel like there's enough um, knowledge on that or people talking about that because I remember feeling that way just that overwhelming you know protectiveness and and it was it it came Mm. it's it scared me because I was I wasn't expecting it I had no idea that that was normal and I didn't know for many years that it was normal and I you know people would make comments like oh you're overprotective or you're you know it's too focused on the baby or too attached Um, to learn to be independent and it's like <laughs> yeah, and it's oh, like no. no, like that was my my instinct coming through that I needed that baby close by, and that was normal, and that should be the way it is. Um, but obviously, it, it, again, it depends on the mum as well. Like you said, Annabelle, you um, you also had a lot of support, mm. so you probably just needed support in other ways. Mm. But then some mums just also need a yeah. break sometimes as well because they don't get it very often. Yeah, well, like you said, you helped them unpack, like, the whole thing, probably the birth experience, all of that. I didn't need to do that. I felt very connected really mm. quickly. Um, but some people, yeah, don't. And, yeah, that we need different things. And that's why having someone like yourself to help you navigate what it is you really do need or just help yeah, you. Yeah, just to know that it is okay to need and something. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, to have yeah. needs and to meet those needs. Yes, not just the baby that has those needs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No. Oh, my God. I could oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us where we can find you and maybe if you want to go into a little bit more about exactly what you offer and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So I um I'm on Instagram as Wellwise Mama, and we, and that's Mama with an A A M A M A, and uh, at the moment I'm sort of getting my branding and website up and running. So I don't actually have one yet, but uh, I do. I, can, I am contactable through uh, email, which is wellwisemama at gmail dot com. And uh, so what I offer is. Like at the moment, I'm mostly focusing on uh, the practical one-on-one support in the home for for new mums. And I have a a couple of different packages. So Emily has um, purchased my 21-day package. Um, And then (laughs) she's going ahead with that, which is great. Um, And then I also offer like a one-on-one planning session, which like we talked about, it's just setting new new mums up or parents up for that postpartum period and just making sure that they've kind of covered every sort of different aspect um, and that they know how important it is to um, get, you know, have have 
nurture and nourishment, connection, um, have time to recover, you know, replenish their body, all of those things. So we, you know, we talk about all of that and I take them through a little plan that they can personalise. And um, then I will be offering, I have been talking about it for a while, but it's coming, (laughs) um, some workshops um, at Bloom Yoga. And, um, and I really am super excited to be starting. I really want to start um, some mama circles where mums mm-hmm. bring bubs and we talk about like, you know, the, the real stuff that comes up, you know, it's not, not, it's not about the baby. It's about, you know, that mum getting some connection time, a bit of meditation whilst baby's there so doing it with baby and knowing that you know you can be stopped at any time and having conversations about what we've just been talking about and about that transition into motherhood Mm. yes yeah amazing I love it it. so much thank you no thank thank you you. for being here and talking to us um that was incredible and yeah you shared so much wisdom i'm very excited for him <laughs> so excited <laughs> in her whole journey but to be held yeah. like that yeah really yeah good. it's gonna be good yeah oh well thank you guys enjoy the rest of your day we will chat soon great thank you oh, thanks so much bye, bye. For listening to the Hey Mama podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please share with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.